Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, play them viewers in. Let's go. All right, welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. Uncle Al is in Europe right now, Germany to be exact, celebrating Oktoberfest. So we did a pinch hit, a couple of different people on the podcast right now, so we had to replace them with two. We have my sister, Dan Bleasy, joining us from Austin, Texas. What's up, Danielle? Hello, ladies. It's me. I'm back. That's very awesome. And for the first time ever... Joining my sister on the podcast is number one pod fan, J-Bone from Decella. What's up, J-Bone? Yo, that's right. Uh, two legends in the house tonight. So, what's good, Dan? Sleazy, bleasy. <laughs> good looks on you. Their first yeah. appearance on the pod. This is nice. A collaboration, if you will. It's already oh, off yeah. to an awkward start. I like it. So I mentioned that Al is in Octo- in Germany for Oktoberfest. I saw a Snapchat from his baby mama, Snapchat girl, and she was definitely taking their baby and pushing a cat, asking baby Leo if he thought a cat was a good idea. Baby Leo was smiling. So first question for you, Dan Bleasy, is a cat a good investment and what's a good name for a cat? You know, investing in a cat is, you know, like investing in a car. It, it'll last you up to 15 years. Uh, you know, you can cuddle it every night, and it, it'll just work out. So a good name for the cat is like Stanley, uh, Sebastian, Christopher. I just think the classic names that are kind of bougie. That, that's what I would name my cat if I had another one. J-Bone, are you a cat guy? Uh, yeah, unfortunately I can't have cats because my dad's allergic to them, but I love cats myself. My best friend has a cat, Omar, and he's the cutest little kitty ever. <laughs> All right, so some icebreakers off the top. Danielle, what, what animal's better, cat or dog? I mean, I feel like you'd have to hold, like, a knife to my throat to really make me choose. But from my current lifestyle, I would choose a cat. It's low-maintenance, you know, easy. Dogs require a lot more energy. So that's so cat. What say you, J-Bone? Yeah, dogs are hella work. Uh, I'm not going to lie, but I love them, you know. And I would take them over cats, unfortunately. Damn. I know. Tough icebreaker right there. All right, I got one more quick one. Popeye's chicken sandwich or Chick-fil-A sandwich? I didn't get to try the Popeye's one, but I'll choose Popeye's over Chick-fil-A any day just because of the sides. I feel like the sides are worse. You know, the chicken, it's both good, but the sides, that's where it's at. All right, so my thing is uh, I haven't tried the Popeye's chicken. Actually, it's, like, sold out everywhere, which is crazy because, like, that's never happened to me before. And, um, yo, Chick-fil-A, though, like, I love that. Dude, I love those fucking fries they give you, the wavy fries. So I'm all about that. Yeah, yeah, the waffle fries, yeah. Have either of y'all tried uh, Chick-fil-A's mac and cheese? Yes. Oh. Oh, my God. So, this is going to, like, surprise you. Another bad thing about me. This mm-hmm. is, like, the worst introduction, I feel like. Uh, I do not like mac and cheese. What? I know. I know. Are you fucking human? Everybody clowns you on it. Trust me. Why not? Like, what's wrong with it? Dude, I just, I don't know. It's so weird because they eat so much pasta being Italian. But for some reason, mac and cheese just grosses me out. It's, like, all You're gooey and shit. I don't know. Like, you, you're too Italian for mac and cheese. I'm too Italian for mac and cheese, yeah. 
Like, yo, it sucks. Like, I've had mad girlfriends who love mac and cheese. I've had to make them mac and cheese. Like, I feel like I can make mac and cheese very well, but I myself do not like mac and cheese. Uh, I've tried the Chick-fil-A mac and cheese, and I'm a fan. You know, my mom's mac and cheese is a little bit better, but that's why I go home on Thanksgiving. I love that. Yeah, so I've uh, I've had my wife start using mom's recipe for mac and cheese so she cooks basically mom's mac and cheese and tastes so good we're big mac and cheese fans at our uh the shoat household no last names yeah 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 hashtag adulting um okay so do you uh danielle do you have any questions off the top rope for j-bone just to put them on the spot really quick into the podcast you know, I wanted to ask him about his summer. I realized there was a uh, what do you call it ball. There wasn't a lot of beach drunken, oh. and that yeah. was just the yeah. Spike ball, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, totally. Yeah, this yeah. year fucked up. So there weren't happened? that many beach days. There weren't that many beach days, which is like mad surprising. You just couldn't get a crew yeah, to go to the beach question. or no sun? Yo, uh, there's a combination of, like, everything. Like, I feel like when the beach days were going on, it was, like, on a weekday and shit. And, like, not everybody has, like, you know, the weekdays off. So you can't really even get four people going to the friggin' beach, which sucks because you need four people right there for Spike. But, I mean, I've gone to the beach and rallied some people, like, randomly for Spike. Not always, but, yeah, but we've, like, played, like, mostly Spike while in my crib, I feel like. Yeah, the beach was, like, kind of whack, too, because uh, they're, like, there's no parking. It's, like, a public beach, so you need, like, a sticker to park there. And if not, uh, parking costs you 20 bucks, and the parking fills up at, like, 8 o'clock, and, like, no one's rolling out of bed at 8 o'clock to the beach. Like, we're going there at, like, 10 o'clock, you know? But <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, so that was that. And then uh, I got, well, yo, so I went to Maine, uh, Penobscot, and we did white water rafting. That was pretty sick. I went to my boy Pecan. Uh, that was an adventure. First time freaking white water rafting, and the kid that we graduated high school with, like, he didn't really like me and the kid that went up there, but, like, now we're cool and shit like that. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm an instructor, so I'll take you down the river. And, like, the whole time, everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be nothing. And then he's like, yeah, we're going down to level five. So we're like, yeah, what's a level five? And, like, you seen this thing? It was insane. There were so many rocks and shit. I literally thought I was going to die. It was so scary. But, I mean, oh, my God. Just so much back work and shit. That's when I was like, oh, my God. Like, the gym really helped me this summer because I'd be dead right now. Like, just the breathing alone. It's crazy. Yeah, I never took you as, like, an outdoorsy guy. But I love that. That's awesome. No, yeah. I, I mean, I love the outdoors. Like, I'm always, like, trying to, like, smoke and shit. Like, you know, go on nature hikes and stuff. So. <laughs> So you said you didn't think he was a nature guy. What was your first impression of J-Bone, Danielle? Um, So I think it was, he was on your podcast and like I, I heard his voice, but outside of like the content that was produced for the pod, I would say he had Range Rover Snapchats outside the gym. He'd be like, just pulled up to the gym in my range, you know, like it was like a, a, a subtle flex for sure. You know, he was yeah, in his range. Exactly. Like that's, that's the first impression for sure. Yeah. No, I feel that I come off probably that way, but it's really just like, no, it was like in a good way. It was like, he takes care of himself and he drives a nice car. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Do you still drive a nice car, J-Bone? I do. I've upgraded the Range Rover, so now I got a Velar. For those that don't know the Range Rover class, that's an upgrade from his uh, Discovery that he had. So, Discovery... No, not. So, uh, I had an Evoke. Oh, okay. Velar still upgrade over Evoke. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you at the bottom of the uh, (laughs) Range Rover barrel there, J-Bone. Apologies. No. No, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, that thing was lit, though, because we took that to Maine, and, uh, like, I never, I, you know, I, like, I've been, like, in, like, there's, like, a Blue Hills in my area, 
called Blue Hills, and I don't know how far it is, but like you know, you're not walking like crazy amounts of miles. But when we went to uh, Maine, it was complete dead zone, so we had no cell phones and nothing. So at one point, we're just like, all right, you know, like we already do the whitewater rafting the first day. We're like, we need to like step me up, you know, like let's go hike a mountain. So we got like past this border. We had to pay. Uh, I forget what it was, like $45. They were like, take your license and everything, make sure everything's okay. And then you go over the border and you hike this mountain. And they even tell you, like, oh, yeah, you got to hike it in this time because, like, it starts getting dark and shit. And I literally was, like, driving up the mountain and, like, these trees were so close to right. It was all a one-way road. And, like, you have all these, like, redneck people who are just, like, you know, so, like, accustomed to the place. Like, they probably hate tourists like me and shit like that. They're just, like, blowing by my car and shit. Uh, it was an adventure and all, like, itself. But, like, I loved it. Yeah, it's the most, like, miles I put on that baby so far was that uh, trip to Maine. But it was so worth it. Drove up a fucking mountain. All right. So, J-Bone, what's your uh, first impression of Dan Bleasy? I think she said you were gym guy with a nice car and sounds like he doesn't like mac and cheese. So I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> and what was your first impression of her? Yeah, no, I've always thought she's, like, an awesome, beautiful girl and shit, and, like, it's only, like, greater that, like, she's funny, too, because, like, she's always, like, yeah, she doesn't post a lot anymore, but when she did post, she would post some fucking funny shit, you're just like, oh, my God, that's so true, LOL. All right. So, yeah, like, good, good first impression. It's, it's good. I'm glad y'all, uh, y'all seem to be able to get along here. So let's go to a hot-button issue here. Who's who's a better artist right now, Kanye or Post Malone? Oh shit, dude, definitely Post Malone. Yeah, that that would be my take. I love Kanye, but he's like dicking us around with this album right now. Like, I'm not surprised, but at the same time, I'm just like, damn. I've heard the album live though, because I like found a stream of that. Uh, was it Detroit show he did? And he played the whole entire album, and I was like, all right straight but like i want to hear like cd quality you know i feel like the concept of church for kanye is really cool and that's something no other artist is doing and so like in his own regard he is is killing it but post malone is coming into his his own more as an artist like hollywood's bleeding like he literally moved away from california to utr and he is just you know like being more authentic so I support him. And obviously, I've been to a Post Malone concert, and I'm up his ass, because we would be best friends. So we're just soul sisters, me and Post. But he's also doing his damn thing. So. Well, but he really likes Bud Light. And Danielle, do you drink Bud Light now? Absolutely not. I would never touch a single <laughs> Bud Light. You couldn't pay me. It's mostly water. It's just not good. It's never been good. Yeah, I know. Whoa. Did you just admit that Bud Light's not good, J-Bone? I mean, I, like, that's, I drink it, but I'm not going to parties and stuff with even beer. Like, I always just drink cranberry and vodka. What about your coconut um, fancy vodka? I can't think of the name of it. The Ciroc? Yeah, the the coconut Ciroc, the summer release with limited edition. Oh yeah, the summer colada that was so good. Yeah, that was crazy. That was uh, like two years ago. We made some crazy drinks. That's the one I was going at Saco. Oh my god. Rest in peace, J Bone at Saco. Hasn't went in the last <laughs> two years. Dude, biggest sigh ever. Oh my god. That's why I had to go to Maine again. I'm like, all right. Let's go. Penobscot River. Boom. All right. So, J-Bone, I asked you to prepare a conspiracy theory because we have breaking news. Uncle Al has shaved the patch on the back of his head. He had had it for probably uh, 10 years or so. Uh, he had it in college, so we're old people now. So I think he's had it for like 10 years at least, maybe maybe a little more. And the other day... He sent some Snapchats of Ambo cutting it off. Now, before our J-Bone gets into it, our buddy Dan's conspiracy theory is he think Al finally got a job interview 
But we all know Al's kind of lazy and probably would never go look for another job. But Dan thought maybe job interview. Um, somebody else was wondering if the timing of the haircut was kind of off. One prediction was he didn't want to look like a douchebag in the family photos that the crew bought for him and Amber for the baby shower and that he wants to finally look good in the pictures and he had caught enough flack from his baby mama that he, he was not going to ruin the first pictures of the of Leo with the with the hair. So those are two out there, some two conspiracy theories. J-Bone, did, did you come up with one? Yeah, at first I, uh, I initially thought like he lost a bet or something like that. But then, I don't know, I'm like, maybe he just wants to go into dad mode. And I guess the first step is becoming a dad is obviously having a kid and then naming Olia. What a badass name, by the way. I love that name. So, J-Bone, can I cut in real quick? It can't be because he's losing a bet because he's like 5-0 and in the last two weeks of the Super Contest. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, maybe pictures. Like, is he about to pop the question or something, get some major pictures done or something? Well, so from the podcast, we, for his baby shower, we got together uh, a couple of the, the pod regulars, minus Eric, because Eric thought it, he was too cool and that the gift was a bad gift. And we got together and bought a three-session photo shoot, which I don't think they've done yet. I think the baby's got to be three months before they do it. So I think the baby just turned three months. So I'm thinking when Al gets back, they'll probably be doing one pretty soon. So he goes to Germany, gets a patch cut, and maybe he wants to look good in the photos. So that's kind of where one of our buddies went with the conspiracy theory. So you're tagging on to that one, huh, J-Bone? Yeah, yeah, literally. I'm that, Alex. Danielle, do you, would you allow uh, the father of your child to have a haircut like Al? Yeah, for me, it would be a sign that his, like, dad's steroids, the adrenaline's kicking in, like, he is ready to be a father, and he has matured, and this is a big step in his life, and his haircut would be a reflection of that. Well, some would say, has he really matured? Because he still's got the uh, mustache that he curls up on the ends. So, when does that go? You know, within the first five years. You know, as long as it's gone. You know, when the kid can remember the you know, mustache. That's very true. Because our dad used to have a mustache, but not from when I can remember. I can only remember from baby photos of myself. So that's a really good call, Danielle. Oh yeah. So, yeah, like, I'm saying now, when I go dad mode, like, you know, that's when I drop the J-bone and shit like that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess people just call me Jack, which will be so fucking weird. No last names. <laughs> but, like, dead ass. Uh, I, oh, man. Yeah, J-bone, you're going to have to stop following certain uh, uh, sectors of the society on Twitter and retweeting them and tweeting <laughs> at them, you know, as a dad. Yeah, dad life, I don't know, dude, like, it's just so foreign to me right now, like, I'm not even 30, I'm only 27, like, I'm not thinking about that at all, but if it ever happened to me, like, unexpectedly, like, I'd not even mind, like, I'd be there 100%, I'd be a, like, pretty hey, good dad. Hey, um, yeah, no, I don't have any kids. When's your birthday? Uh, December 14th. Okay, so you're older than me, you're, like five months older than me good to know yeah that's what I thought yeah well Danielle it's I heard that women need to be with younger men to live longer and older men need to be with younger women to live longer so it seems like if you marry somebody that's either older or younger than you you're putting one of you in the death sentence you need to marry somebody that's the exact same age I haven't heard that tip, but, uh, you know, nothing's off the table. Well, you, you know, true love is like Dog the Bounty Hunter. He's got, like, heart failure after <laughs> Beth died. So, I mean, there is there is true love out there in the world. Oh, my God. I know, dude. I keep Beth. All right. So, my conspiracy theory around Al is, and I might have a smidge of insider information, but not that much, is that... He was going to Oktoberfest. Babies are expensive. He wanted to save money. 
Ambo's birthday was kind of around the same time, so he decided to just cut the patch off for a birthday present and went real cheap ass. That's my conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's honestly, I'm surprised he went to October Fest. I remember the, there was one pod when, like, you guys were talking about the baby, and I remember Harley saying, there's no way you're going to October Fest. He's like, oh, I'm going to October Fest. Yeah, so actually, um, that was one of the podcasts where I I went to go visit my parents, and I just randomly, you know, they picked me up from the airport, which is like 40 minutes from where they live, and, you know, I had the USB cord, and uh, I put on one of the Talking Small podcast Shout episodes, and it you. was whether or not uh, Al should go to Oktoberfest with this baby, and mom's vote was absolutely not. And uh, my vote was, no, he shouldn't go. But uh, then she made me turn it off because she said she didn't like it and, you know, <laughs> she shouldn't be listening to this. So she didn't listen to the whole episode. But our votes were like, you know, we're kind of in shock that he went to Oktoberfest. But, you know, we hope we have, we, he's having a good time over there. Yeah, but I think Craig baby, came you know, on or she something. She should get a good gift. You know, she fathered his children, mothered his children. So, well, isn't giving the gift of life the best gift you can give? So, didn't he give her the ultimate birthday present? No, he caused her pain and sickness. You know, no offense to to her, but that's how that's how life works. Well, they they she seems very happy with Leo. On this, uh, following her on Instagram and everything. Do it again and again and again. You think she just wants to give birth repeatedly? Well, as a great movie once said, it was called "A Girl Next Door." Make sure the juice is worth the squeeze. So, if the juice is worth the squeeze, maybe she'll just keep popping them out. Yeah, maybe they'll, maybe they'll let this kid grow up a little bit and see how he comes out, and then they'll be like, hey, we should have more kids and like populate this world. I hope he has a bunch of kids, because it would just be funny, you know, for us. Daddy Knob. Wait, <laughs> why would that be funny? I'm curious. What, what's your impression <laughs> of Alex, Danielle? We would hear we would hear good content, like father stories, pregnancy stories, uh him just being tired, like the tired dad. I think it would just be uh, funny, you know, from an outsider's point of view. But he should do whatever makes him happy. So Wait, he, uh, excuse my ignorance on this, but uh, is is Al completely bald without that little patch now? Yeah, he he completely shaved the patch on the back of his head off, and that's where that's kind of the conspiracy theories where people were wondering why why he did that. Yo, maybe he'll go fedora. Fedora dad? No? Yeah. I can see that. Well, he's got a small head, so it's tough for him to find a hat that fits. He, he he's a he's a tall guy, but he's got a he's got a small head. So fedoras, unless they're in the freezer, they don't fit his head right. Yeah, I'm like always wearing hats and like I was always thinking about that. I'm like, oh my god, one day I'm gonna like have to like let my hair breathe and like stop wearing hats and shit. So here's like a punk. Is is men's hats smell like ball sack. They smell super bad. They're not they never smell good. No guy like washes or takes care of their hats. So if you're gonna be bald and wear a hat every day, like man up, get some hygiene and get it together. What kind of hat care do women do that men don't do? For real. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's the equivalent of bras. You know, women wear bras every day, and certain men wear men wear hats every day. And it's you know just like take care of it, like be conscious of it. Yeah. So I I think that men just in general smell worse than women when they sweat is it can we get a general consensus with that oh, some people would say men do more outdoor labor than women you know well this is 20 it's almost 2020 danielle so women are just as equal as men so we're not going to shame them on stereotypes 
but I know when I'm sweaty, I smell terrible. And when my wife's sweaty, she doesn't seem to smell as bad. Yeah, I mean, you're serious. I mean, you're just judging based off of the way, you know, your wife smells versus how you smell. You know, not if no one smells equally. So that's my take. Yeah, it sucks uh, in the morning and stuff like that. You know, I wake up and I really just don't care. It's like 2 a.m. I'm like barely awake. So, you know, I'm throwing deodorant on and stuff like that. But, you know, I get sweaty throughout the whole entire day. I'm working outside and, like, you know, I, I, I'm just, like, guessing, like, oh, hey, I want to interact with customers. But, like, obviously I will. And then, like, I'm talking to someone. I'm just like, damn, dude, this poor person is probably like, damn, this kid smells. they like, yeah, I'll go in and grab a coffee and there's a cute girl. And then I'm like, damn, I can't, like, talk to that girl because it looks like a strip right now and I smell. So, yeah, it's a hard knock life for us, but yeah, we definitely, definitely have that order to us. So, J Bone, I've uh, went to a bar out kind of where I work with some of the people that kind of work a little more outside, a little more labor intensive, intensive jobs than I ha- I do. And when they go up to the bar, there's a, a a woman that says, "Oh my God, what's that smell?" And one of the guys looked at her and <laughs> says, "says It smells like money, bitch." And uh, <laughs> He was a rather big guy, he used to play football for the Chicago Bears, uh, and the girl's boyfriend kind of looked forward, saw the guy, and then kind of leaned back and acted like he didn't hear anything. So it was a, it was a great moment. Yeah, I feel like uh, personally, I don't know, like in my mind, maybe I could make those remarks, but I'm also not like a 250-pound guy that could like make those remarks and then like you know, hold it back by like looking scary, you know? I'm just like a normal looking prick <laughs> um so uh danielle being in austin as an lsu grad how's the last couple weeks been it's been good i've been on top of the world um it's just been easy i always knew the sec was better you know UK could not compare because you know LSU's in the SEC and even the Aggies joined the SEC and you know they're garbage like they they don't show up um so it's just been easy it's been lighthearted. the things have been doing well um you know at my office just it's just been easy J-Bone how's uh How's that Antonio Brown jersey doing in your closet? <laughs> nah, dude, I, I didn't, I didn't scoop on this. Honestly, you know, the whole thing about it was like at first I was like, all right, whatever. Like he's a dope player and shit, but like I knew what was coming with them, you know, probably problems. And I just figured the path didn't stand for it, and they got rid of him a lot sooner than I thought they would have. So, yeah, but screw Antonio Brown. But yo, hey, uh, what do you think the Super Bowl this year is gonna be us versus you guys? Or Jeff, no. dude. Patriots, Patriots aren't going to be there. Yo, chill, chill, get out of here. Um, so I, this is my first season of uh, fantasy football, and Tom Brady's my quarterback. In the first oh, couple yeah. weeks, great, you're doing great. Um, yeah, week, you probably bombed this week. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Like I had negative. Yeah, the Bills had a great it was just no, I'm like, telling you, you'll be yeah. you'll be thanking him in a couple of weeks when he starts playing like shitty teams again. I'm I'm off the bandwagon. I don't have anyone good to trade him for, but like I'm off the bandwagon, and I've liked him for years. Uh, you know, it he just it was too far. Yeah, so uh, my uh, draft fantasy uh, it happened uh, during the summer. I had ammonia and I couldn't go, which really sucked. So like I'm blaming all my losses here on that because I couldn't go to the draft party. And, like, the whole reason for our fantasy league, like, literally, is, like, we just started doing it for money now. It's only 50 bucks, like, fake money or whatever, Monopoly money. But uh, straight up, uh, before that, like, literally, we just go for that party because it's the one time we all see each other and just, like, party is the hardest. I remember one year it was on the McGregor, uh, I forget who you thought, but it was, oh, McGregor Mayweather. Oh, my God. I'll never forget that night. Craziest draft ever. Got first pick. End up losing anyways, but yeah. Danielle, mom's been on my ass every time I see her. She's like, is Danielle asking you about fantasy football? I was like, mom, Danielle hasn't asked me about anything. She's like, yeah, when she was over here for the week one, she was all excited. She was winning. Then all of a sudden realized that 
there's Sunday night football and she was about to get her ass kicked because that person had a bunch of Saints and Texans or whatever it was. So have you uh, caught up to fantasy football yet? Yeah. So, like, I guess there was an app update, like an automatic app update yesterday. Um, no, not yesterday. Sunday during the game. No, yeah, yesterday was Sunday. My bad. Um, and basically it was just, like, I was neck and neck with the person I was matching up against and I could not like refresh the app. So I had to like actually watch the game and I had to like remember what players like were going against me. And it was just like, it really pissed me off. I had to delete the app, re-download it, like sign back in, delete it, like re-download it. Like I was getting really pissed off and I was like, you know, I give up on it. So as of yesterday, I'm just taking a hiatus. Um, I didn't win by like five points. It was pretty close, but couldn't even keep up with the stats. But yeah, I think, you know, mom doesn't understand the concept of like cheering for people other than the same. So she was really confused when, you know, I want the Buccaneers, uh, running back to do well. I want, you know, I don't, I don't think she understands the concept of fantasy football. Okay, well, glad to, glad to see you join the rest of the uh, the modern world and are reluctantly playing fantasy me, football. If you had to give me like tips or advice, what tips or advice would you have given? Not to turn this into an interview for you, but uh, uh, probably not start Tom Brady. That's that's a number one. He's kind of old, so probably get rid of Tom Brady. Uh, you can't. But he was doing really well. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know your team. And I don't know if you really want to start listing fantasy football players. It seems like that might get into a little uh, testy. Chris Godwin. Oh, Chris that's Godwin is doing uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. Um, uh, who was your first overall pick? Ezekiel Elliott. Would you say Odell Beckham? No, Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott Ezekiel. I don't know. He's on the Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I, we're familiar with the Z. All right, so you just basically picked whoever the, the app told you to pick, right? You you don't know any of these football players, except for like Tom Brady and maybe like Drew Brees. Yeah, I mean, I don't know people that haven't been around. I'm J-Bone. So you had a you had a fire tweet yesterday about your dad walking into your room, and you were having some issues with your pants. So uh, can you can you explain yourself? Because the tweet says my dad walked in on probably what he thought was me masturbating, but dead ass was feeling so fat after supper I couldn't pop the top button off my shorts and was pulling at it while being like, "Come on, you bitch!" rigorously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, the, the tweet speaks for itself. Like, it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, I had a huge stubborn, some rigatoni and everything like that. It's crazy because it worked out. So I was feeling myself and I got my shorts. I went upstairs and I was like, oh my God, dude, like, you know, these shorts are like too tight on me. What the fuck? So I tried getting the button off and the top button was like not complying with me. So I'm like, you know, trying to pull at it and shit like that. And that comes in to just drop out the. <laughs> Uh, deposit so I could do it in the morning and uh, he's like hey what the hell I'm like oh hey what the just like turn around I'm like oh man awkward I'm guessing that's not the first time that's happened between y'all nah well unfortunately like they've walked in on me on like so much worse <laughs> no right. last difference on that one all right. Well, um, do y'all have anything else y'all y'all want to talk about? I kind of went through most of my topics here. I'm, I'm sure there's some hard hitting questions that y'all would like to ask to each other as a podcast, a podcast guest, since it's International Podcast Day the couple days ago, and now we're doing a podiversary four years strong views since September 25th, 2015. So that's four years, just like my marriage, four years. 
Does that mean uh, me and J-Bone have known each other for four years but haven't met? Wow. I'm not sure because J-Bone didn't start listening to the pod until I think we called him up and he was on. So y'all might be more like three and a half years or something like that. I think J-Bone was on relatively early, maybe like May-ish of 2016. Uh, so that might be where he discovered you by going back and listening to other episodes. Yeah, I remember uh, that was like one of my motivations uh, to like go to the gym was just to like listen to the pod and shit. But uh, dude, some of those episodes, the early ones were hard to get through. So I powered through them though. But yeah, amazing pod. Yeah, I should go back and listen to older episodes. I think that'd be uh, hilarious. Danielle, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? Because everybody's got a podcast. You got tons of Twitter followers. And look, I know it's 2020 or about to be 2020, but women just seem to get way more easy follows, easy views than men do. And I'm thinking the world's sexist and they just want to hear pretty people talk. So is a podcast in your future to try to capitalize on cheap male views? So I, I've never liked the way my voice sounded, like recording, like leaving voicemails, uh, just like talking into things. I don't like to do that. But lately, uh, a couple of people have asked me if I would be on their podcast or, you know, if I could start one and talk about like more serious shit. Like not just uh, just some mundane shit that I want to talk about. Um, like serious stuff and funny stuff and, you know, back and forth. So I was thinking about it, but um, I don't know where I'd call it. But if I, if I, had a podcast ever obviously y'all would be guests on it you know for sure maybe it could be in the cards but most likely not like but but you know 40 percent yes hell yeah yeah j-bone's gonna subscribe day one and uh oh hell yeah for sure, and the Talking Small podcast is going to be replaced in the gym by uh, Dan Bleasy talking about how graphic design and ISDS makes the world a better place. Yeah, how you can go from working in customer service with a phone in your city and then just having a normal job and then doing whatever you want with your life. So. Yeah, I like that too. Some real shit. Yeah, but you know, you can't talk about like like very deep personal things or like sexual things, you know, you can't be graphic or explicit, you know, you have to be very politically uh just and yeah, you know, podcasting is the same as it used to be. Yeah, you definitely don't want to get cancelled. Uh, people get cancelled a lot nowadays. <laughs> And uh, being canceled, not something you look you look forward to. You don't want it, like Craigie Two Crunk. You go back and listen to some early podcasts. He might get canceled. You you just never know. Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely, I definitely canceled. Cancel him. Yeah, canceled. So wait, is that a breaking yeah. news? Is Craigie Two Crunk officially canceled? Dude, he's a peach. Yeah. Inappropriate. He said he's. You said he's a peach. Build that fucking wall. Is it uh, impeached? Like, uh, you know, uh, reference what's going on with Trump right now. Wait, Trump's getting impeached? That Craig's not going to be happy about that. Not officially. It's just the process, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, all that, all that BS. We're looking dumb right now. Yeah, what like, about... Trump, yeah, but, I mean... Well, yeah. Harley, you don't know about Ukraine? You don't know about the phone conversation that happened? Oh, dude, please, break, yeah, break the treason. news. Get, get into some Trump stuff. I, I want to hear this. So what's this phone call with the Ukraine? Because Ukraine is weak. Apparently, he was on the phone call with the president or prime minister or the leader of Ukraine, and he asked him about Joe Biden's son. He wanted, like, uh, like intel on whatever yeah you like pressed him for information yeah and he the guy didn't give me an answer but basically the white house hid it they put it in like some very locked up secret uh 
I don't even know how to explain it. I just listened to a ton of NPR stuff about it. But they hid it away, and then it it got uncovered that they were trying to hide the phone call on purpose. And so now there's impeachment proceedings to see if he should be impeached because he tried to cover up a phone call about, you know, a national uh, political opponent. I'm not an expert. Wait, so so he tried to get in touch with the people from Ukraine to find out some information on Joe Biden's bleeding-eyed son? Or Joe Biden, who has bleeding eyes, his son. And that's what would get him impeached, not anything else he done, but just trying to get info on Biden's son. Yes. Yeah, for real. Because he was sharing information with a foreign government, you know, and then he tried to cover it up. So it ain't about the tweet. Yeah, Trumpy poo. Got to watch out. You're going to get your finger caught in the mouse trap. You're not going to be around to tag in 2020, which stands for Keep America Great, because evidently we are great. Shout out to Craig. Did y'all see uh, Trump's tweet about how he got zero followers, but he had a bunch of impressions? On oh, that was so funny. <laughs> he was upset during these impeachment proceedings that he hadn't got any followers and that Twitter, you know, was so liberal that he, he you know, got mistreated. It was funny. Good stuff. He ate, like, everything about the media. The worst. Well, I mean, you got to give Trump some credit. Uh, as somehow we keep mentioning how good Trump's been on Twitter lately, like his Greenland stuff. That's going to be the third episode in a row we talk Greenland. But I mean, he he he's he got some good uh, he's got some good content. You might not have always approve of his views, but the guy the guy's a content machine. Oh yeah, I mean, the guy he's is so awful. He's yeah, so bad, but that doesn't mean he's good. It just means he's bad. He's a clown, dude. You yeah. called anyway. John and he called little John and Uncle Tom. Like I had it up to like here with that guy. I'm like so uh, I hate that guy during the Apprentice. I love like reality TV. This is well known. And like, dude, Donald Trump has always been laying up. Um, speaking of reality TV, J Bone. Have you been watching this season of the challenge? Oh yeah, of course, dude. I'm well up to date with the challenge. All right, so I got a question for you. One, are you signing up for any Spartan races to try to join the <laughs> cast of the challenge? Uh yeah, that's a no. But like uh yeah, I mean the Spartan races look pretty cool. Like there's some stuff called Tough Mudder and stuff like that. Like yeah, I'd like to try it, but I feel like it has to be like during the summer. Like I don't want to get like hurt before the winter. And then, like, screw up my career, you know? If I get hurt, dude, I'm so screwed. Like, that's always my biggest fear is, like, going to break a leg or an arm or something like that. Yeah, because you'd, you'd lose the range life if you can't make all that oil money. <laughs> I, would, I would definitely, uh, yeah, I'd be out of this, which would suck. Yeah, it'd be tough to run that De Palma oil if uh, you only had uh, one good leg and only uh, one young and one old De Palma. Yeah, exactly. That'd be um. So part of that new challenge is you can uh, potentially swap teams if you get voted into the uh, to the arena or whatever to the uh, uh, elimination. Uh, yeah. So what it is, uh, it's uh, Team USA versus Team UK, and if you uh, end up playing someone, it doesn't even matter if they're on opposing teams because, like, right now, actually, there's like an internal conflict going on between the USA. And they want to get rid of the stronger players, so they're throwing in each other, which is insane. They're just, like, destroying that team from the inside. And uh, Team UK is actually doing pretty well. But, yeah, at the end, if you beat the challenge uh, after getting voted in the elimination, you can choose to go back to either your side or, like, change it up. Like, say you're from, like, Team USA, you go to UK, and then you're known as the traitor, though. Um, what it... I think one of the most awesome moments in challenge history happened when Laurel was in an elimination and thought she won and started doing DX suck it moves while coming oh, down know. from a rappel. 
that might have been the greatest showboating in a loss of all time. Yo, I've uh, I've always hate like I've always hated Laurel. Like back in older seasons, she's a bully the shit out of Maria, and like I've kind of had it up to here with Carmaria, but like at the same time, dude, it's terrible what that girl's been through. Like with that girl, and dude, when I seen her start doing the suck it, I like tweeted at her and a chirped her. Next day, I get freaking blocked from her. How many people have you been blocked fr- from on Twitter, J Bone? <laughs> not, not a lot. I don't even think, honestly, many at all. Danielle, have you ever been blocked from somebody on Twitter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, so give me an example of how you've gotten blocked from somebody. It's just always my mom. Like, um, <laughs> there's, like, an anonymous, funny male Twitter account that retweets me or, like, replies to my selfies or something, and then the wine moms that I guess maybe they're Twitter crushes, maybe they're just, uh, you know, someone like someone, but they, it's like people who show up on my timeline and then they don't. And then I find, like, I go to their profile and I see them block. And there used to be a website that you could like just, you know, sign into your Twitter and it would tell you like who blocked you. Um, but I don't do that anymore. But yeah, I've probably been like knowingly blocked from probably 20 accounts. And I, you know, I'm not offensive. Like, I don't piss people off. It's just people block me because they feel like it. Interesting. Um, very, very, very interesting. Uh, <laughs> um, I would not have expected you to get blocked that much. I agree. You don't have really that offensive of content. You, uh, and I would yeah, think. I don't attack people, I don't reach out and try to piss people off. But yeah, I've been harassed before and people block me either because I won't respond to their DMs or because, you know, someone they like it is like retweeting me a lot. So they don't want me to show up on their feed, but weird reasons, like, you know, not because I said some cool shit. Oh, that's, that's kind of a weird thing. So if somebody retweets you and they don't like your stuff, instead of unfollowing the person that's doing all the retweeting, they just block you so they just get to select the content they want from this person. That's actually really interesting because I would not have thought about that. Yeah, people do that all the time. Sons they don't want bitches. to unfollow the person. They just don't like that the person's thirsty about this certain account. And you call you them know. wine moms? What? You called them wine moms? Yeah, it's the wine mom. So what is a wine mom? Just an older lady on Twitter that's thirsty for younger dudes? So like a, a Twitter cougar? So we don't know what her face looks like. We know what her boobs look like. Um, but it's just a cleavage tit shot. But she has kids that she preached about, how two said this and four said that. And then she also has a husband she hates that she, like, kind of references here and there, but mostly she's just talking about how much she loves wine. That's the wine moms. And they block me. And and it's a real thing. They're out there. I have, like, five accounts I could name that I'm not going to name, but, yeah, there's tons of wine moms out there, and they love Twitter. These ladies sound so fucking white. I feel like you would hook up with these ladies. Oh, I, I, no doubt they're like in my Tinder already. Like I've definitely I've seen like wine moms before, and like I I honestly I don't think I have any of wine moms as a, a friend on Twitter, but they're definitely all over I mean, Tinder. One day I could be a wine mom, but I won't be a hater. You know, I just don't understand. Yeah, I feel that. So. In summary, a wine mom is a faceless set of breasts on the internet that subtweets how much she hates her husband but doesn't come out and say it, tweets a lot about her kids, and gets angry when younger males are interacting with appropriate-aged females and then block the appropriate-aged females to stop seeing that so they can stay thirsty. Did I get that? Yeah, but the the males don't nece- they're not necessarily appropriate aged. Um, these are men that could be older, they can be younger. We don't know them because they're just horny dudes being weird on the internet. 
so we don't know their age, but we would think that they're not super young because, you know, young guys are out there, like, actually living their lives and doing things. Um, so we assume they're, like, at least 45. Oh, God. I can't wait to read J-Bone's tweets when he's 45. <laughs> no way. Like, the best thing about me is, uh, you know, Twitter was after uh, my high school relationship and all that. So, I mean, my girlfriends probably had Twitters after, but I never cared to follow them. And, like, thank God, because I say some obscene shit, but everybody knows I'm about once they meet me. They're just like, oh, yeah, dude, it's just J-Bone being J-Bone, you know. Like, probably just, like, get high and, like, rip off a couple of tweets with all the funny shit I'm, like, experiencing or saw. It's all just real. Got to keep it 100. All right. So uh, I think this conversation's went pretty well. Um, I get We're getting close to about an hour in. And uh, I guess I don't really have any other topics to cover. Does anybody else have anything they want to talk about? Um, I just want to come out on the pod and let the listeners know that I am very single and I live in Austin, Texas, and I'm just a single woman. So I just wanted to let the, the viewers know. All right. That's a that's a pretty pretty big thirst trap right there that could hook, line, and sinker certain individuals. Um. So, rumors or groomers are going around that you, you've posted recently that you're looking for roommates either in Austin or in New Orleans. So that's a that's a that that would be a big move. So can you explain? Uh, are you looking to relocate on careers, or are you just tired of that Austin life? You're tired. You want to do horns down to Austin one last time and roll out. You know, I, I support the horns down lifestyle, but um, I am actually, with my current job, able to work remotely uh, a big portion of the week, if not all of the week. So I could potentially move to New Orleans and just work remotely full time, or um, I, you know, could find a new job. But I'm just coming up on my youth anniversary with my current job which means i haven't been a flight attendant for like two years which is crazy um because i was unemployed for a little bit in between there and that was awful but uh yeah office life has been good and now i get to like make decisions about whether i want to keep my job or get another job you know now i have more on my resume so i might move back to new orleans and uh in the next couple months i'm making that decision so that's cool Really, really awesome stuff. When's the next time you're going to be in town? Are you going to catch any LSU games? Are you coming back for Thanksgiving? What's your? It seems like every time you're um, in town, I have I'm a busy. wedding that I'm supposed to be at the 19th, so that's 18 days from when we're recording this. But um, you know, I've been I've been coming back a lot. The the flights are like nonstop and super cheap. So, but now you, you know, don't get flight perks. Yeah, I mean, I don't have, like, the flight perks that I used to, so that's pretty depressing. But uh, it's it's reasonable, and it's worth it, so. Have you noticed any changes in flight attendant behavior since you've been out of the biz for about two years? Is there Are they doing anything different, anything you don't like, anything you like? Um, I'm just, you know, I feel like they're being watched more now than ever like everyone has their phone out like ready to record anytime a flight attendant does anything like when I was a flight attendant like whenever I would take my phone out for just to check anything like if I even looked down at my phone like people pulled their phone out and like immediately tried to you know like wrap me out um for checking my phone which you know it's it's 2019 like flight attendants should be able to check their phone as long as they're doing their job. So um, I, I, I'm i sure flight attendants are getting in trouble for checking their phones, but they shouldn't. So. Have you uh, stood up for a flight attendant, saw somebody being given them a hard time, and then 
caught the flight attendant's back, or uh, are you more now that you're uh, one of the passengers, do you decide you're just going to hop in and retaliate for all the bullcrap you've had over the years and pile on so they can, you know, earn their stripes as flight attendants? So I don't have a, like, moment where there's bad customer service or bad customer interaction and I get involved, but whenever my signature move when I'm on the flight is, like, I wait till the flight attendant's doing service and gets to my row, and then I ask them how their night's going, and then I'm like, oh, I used to be a flight attendant. I tell them where I was based out of and how long I did it for, and I always get hooked up, like, three, four drinks, snack boxes, like, you know, they come visit me and sit down and talk to me, and it's just like, uh, you know. Really, it's like I I use that. I'm that guy. I'm like, oh, well, I was a flight attendant, and then they fucking love me and, like, hook me up. So for everyone listening, if you just pretend you were a flight attendant and you, like, curate your response, you're like, I worked for American out of Phoenix. Or, like, just, you know, just know, like, come up with something in the head. You could get $50 worth of food, drink. You know, you might get the hookup. So why not? Why not try it? Hey, J-Bone, is that going to be on your yeah. uh, on your plan next time uh, Jimbo takes you down to Miami and go to Mango's to hit up the flight attendants, tell them that you used to be uh, you know, a flight attendant for uh, Mesa Airlines and that you were based out of uh, Boston Harbor and that you uh, fly yeah. the uh, skies all the time? Yeah, I mean, no doubt, like, if there's a flight attendant, we're probably going to get talking about some alcohol or something like that. I like the chit-chat, honestly. I'm a pretty good guy sometimes, but, I mean, like, yo, uh, I, I applaud what you guys went through, and, like, dude, as, as much as, like, I love Dan Bluthy and stuff, like, I feel like I've, like, grown on the podcast with her, like, a father figure, like, always being like, oh, yeah, it's, like, some good choices and shit like that, you know, and, like, you know, always support what she's doing with her lifestyle and stuff, so that's dope. And, you know, speaking of Jim, uh, actually, he has a question for you guys because he's doing into the, um, you know, soccer and all that. So I guess it's like the first uh, since uh, 2015 that the Reds have been in the playoffs. And you know, obviously, there's a reference. It's been a while. So it's been a while on that. But, yeah, he was wondering who thinks, uh, who you think it is going to win it all. And currently, he's not living in the same town as me anymore. He moved out. So he no longer lives down the street. He lives in a condo. I was telling him, yeah, one day, like, we're going to live podcast there with you guys. So coming from the condo. Well, first of all, Jimbo, congrats on the condo. Really, really awesome. Um, hopefully you got some good square footage. Um, you know, hopefully resale value looks good. That kind of stuff. Yeah, this isn't me. This is Jimbo with the condo. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought I said Jimbo. I'm sorry if I said J Bone. I do, I do apologize. Um, yeah, I, 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 I know, I know you, you rocking that cellar life right now by choice. So, <laughs> no one else, uh, no one else drives the range and dro- rocks the cellar because they, because they can't, you know, move out if they needed to. So, um, so playoff standings, you know. I, it's tough. Atlanta United, always a strong team. I know uh, I'm rooting for uh, the Revs and uh, Jimbo to come out of there. So, you know, go Revs as much as I can. Uh, so I, I really don't follow it that close. So Jimbo's probably sitting there chuckling about how I think Atlanta United might go back-to-back, even though I don't know if they went back-to-back. I went to a Dynamo game once this year, so I guess that makes me an expert on DC United. And without Wayne Rooney, I don't think they can do shit. So I think they're out. So uh, good luck, uh, Jimbo, and I hope you I hope you do good. Uh, yeah, that's about all I got there. Yeah, so there's a view right there because uh, I really know nothing about soccer, but Jim will have to listen to that answer. But yeah. Also, uh, I, I have a question for both of you guys. Since Halloween's coming up, and we know it's my favorite holiday, I love the whole horror thing. That's something about me. Uh, it's a rock'em holidays, obviously. But uh, what I gotta ask you guys is, uh, what do you mean for Halloween? Any Halloween parties coming up? We have to do like a dressing type thing. Me. So I think I want to be like 
a porcelain, like a creepy porcelain doll, like one eyelid open, one closed, like the creepy, like little girl's doll closed. And that was just like my my first thought. So it's not official, but it's going to be like an old time, like creepy long dress and like weird porcelain doll thing. That's my my guess. Where are y'all wearing these costumes to? Y'all just go out on Halloween night? As an old person that lives up in the country, I have zero trick-or-treaters that come by the house. So if I got dressed up and tried to give out candy, I'd literally just be sitting in my house. So what do younger people, not wine moms, I'm talking young people, maybe 27-ish, what do they do to actually warrant wearing these costumes? Yeah, okay, not, well, I, uh... You're first. Oh, uh, no, 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 ladies first. So Such what I would say is, even if you're not doing anything, do it for the gram. You know, get a good picture, like, dress up, you know, because you had a funny idea. Um, You know, you could just, you could just have a couple beers, shotgun a couple beers, and go run out, you know, in the field, and, you know, just... Uh, streak if you wanted, like do do silly crazy shit because you're in the country. So you're saying for Halloween, you can do it usually just for the grams. So don't even go to parties. Dress up. I mean, if you live in the middle of nowhere, don't uh, go to a party. Okay, so if you live in Austin, what do you do? I mean, I haven't got invited to anything, but probably something spooky. <laughs> Something witchy. I guess you check. Are we just spooking around? What the fuck does spooking around mean? You just like creeping <laughs> on people? Can you like, spooking around in my costumes? Like, drinking in public in my costumes? Spooking like, around? Like you're talking about like the guy you ran into today on in the mall or something that had like the little headless thing <laughs> in a uh, cage? Oh, so yeah, I, I was actually in downtown Austin, and we I had a work happy hour, and I was, you know, started at 5, it ended around 6.45 or whatever, and I'm walking back to my car, and there was that outside of a bar, but it wasn't like a, a scary haunted, uh, you know, site or anything. It was just that was outside of the bar, and it was just this creepy little display, but... Yeah, I saw it too, and I don't know if y'all reviewed it on the pod, and I don't want to do spoilers, but I feel like that would be a good podcast topic because it too is just ridiculous. What did you? What movie? So good. It, it too. Oh, it too. No, I've I've not seen it too, so maybe we'll put that on the list. I'm not sure how yeah, Al does during scary it. movies. He seems like kind of like a soft pussy. Yeah, so I got some Halloween parties coming up. So I, the thing that sucked about me is, uh, I don't know, I like to, like, not put on a show, but it's, like, it depends on the party. Like, I don't like to wear the same costume twice. So sometimes I might, like, end up buying two costumes. So what do you think you're going to be this year, uh, J-Bone? Yeah, so I already bought one costume for one party. And it's, like, that inflatable, like, blow-up alien that's stealing you. And I'm probably going to make, like, a tinfoil hat or something like that and, like, look like that, you know, weird kid watching out for the aliens being, being taken up or some shit. <laughs> but, dude, uh, I will say one thing. One year, I had the dope costume, and, like, it went with the hair. I had the flow going on. I was a caveman. Oh, my God. I had women dripping that night. Dude, oh, it was it an was amazing costume. I'll never forget that. What were you? I was, like, a caveman, but, like, you know, it's half, like, pretty much naked and shit like had like the loincloth thing on uh if you go back to my uh facebook uh i feel like we're all facebook friends here but no last name uh you might see that pic but yeah it was a, a good looking pic or so i'm told this is the humblest brag i've ever heard <laughs> hey uh this the single girl on the podcast that just said you were single as hell hey go look at the picture of me in the loincloth yeah. with my flow hair it's probably the best you've ever seen dude i mean like i'm not there's no way anybody's even listening to this part of the pod they're like once they heard danielle say i'm single that's it like now they're all gonna 
throughout some creative tweets. Marty behind Hopefully me. Hopefully my DMs are just flooded. Hopefully, you know, it's just game over. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like a a really a really tough thing. Um, my favorite costume I ever did, and this might date me a little bit. I was a quail man back in the day, uh, so y'all might not. Oh know. no, shit, Doug. Yeah. yeah, so I was yeah, it was quail man. Had the underpants outside my uh, cargo shorts with a white t-shirt, green vest, and a belt around my head. Uh, very good costume. Uh, ladies did love that the quail man. Plus, it uh, with the underwear outside the shorts, you got you got a chance for good, some bulge action. Oh, dude, yeah, great bull, Jack. Yeah, love that. Love to hear that about my brother. That's awesome. Well, uh, Mrs. Yeah. I'm single. Look at me. Uh, I think I think you can. I think you can take one bull. I didn't story. talk about my bull, Jackson. Well, I, I hope you don't have any bull, Jackson. Single, and I got some bull, Jackson. What's up? Well, yeah, uh, I don't know if you established this, but I know some girls are trying to tie me down right now. But I'm still single as a Pringle. Yeah. Okay. Is this a new dating service, Talking Small Pod? He, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the, we're probably going to have to stop right here unless Danielle wants to give us her all-time favorite costume, and then we'll uh, we'll let y'all say goodbye. So, Danielle, would you like to? Pocahontas. Oh man. Pocahontas. Yeah. Oh, man. This is my fave costume. Oh, see, see J Bo might change his. He might say he was uh, his favorite costume was John Smith. All well, right. I had a Poca- Pocahontas room, so even though it seems like culturally it wouldn't make sense for me to love Pocahontas and want to be her, you know, it just worked out. Yeah, you just love Pocahontas. Yeah, I just love her so much. We're, we're like one sixteenth oh, yeah. or one thirty second Cherokee, so don't don't worry about that or Choctaw. I forget which one it is. Yeah, I, I, I know when like you guys gonna. Yeah. Am I gonna be the uh, first Italian in the mix or what? Like, what's good? <laughs> and with that desperation fire, because the podcast is coming to an end. <laughs> thank you all for joining us on the Talking Small Podcast, Danielle. Thanks for joining, J Bone. Thanks for joining. Tell the viewers oh, bye, the- and we'll be heading out right now. Goodbye, and you're welcome. Hell yeah! Thank you. All right, later.